Aaron, congratulations, a four-point weekend. Talk us through this uh, this Sunday game first before we discuss Saturday. Yeah, I mean, that wasn't an easy hockey game. Um, you know, I, I liked our energy that first 20 minutes. I think we fell flat in the second there. Um, Greeny makes a huge save to start the third period, and then the game changed for us. You know, penalty kill was outstanding, a couple shorties again tonight. Um, these are the these are the games that are what, what you know you got to be ready for. You know, there's no easy game in this league, and we did not have a ton of energy after getting in at three in the morning last night with the early four o'clock game. So this this one scared me a little bit before the game started, um, but it was I was happy to see how we finished that hockey game off. I think it was it was really important that we didn't. We didn't play guys too many minutes last night. I think our forward, our top forward, only had 16 minutes. So come the third period tonight, we did have some gas left, gas left, gas left in the tank, and we're, we're ready to win a hockey game. Talk to us about last night then, because what a performance that was, and it was an important game to lay a marker down, wasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think that was a, you know, that, that was a five and zero hockey team um, at 100 percent of the points. We played them very well at home that I thought we were maybe a little bit unfortunate with the result. But, you know, going down there, um, we knew they'd come hard first five, ten minutes. And I thought we kind of slanted the ice in our favor the rest of the rest of that hockey game. And it was it was huge to get a win down there. You've been telling me for the last couple of weeks it's coming, it's coming. Do you feel this week, especially with the Cardiff performance, that you, you've progressed another step? Yeah, I think so. Um, you know, I think, you know, first and foremost, when you get the goaltending we've gotten lately, you, mm. you're going to win a lot of hockey games. And... Um, our scoring is, I think we've got six, five, five, and five in our last four games scoring goals too. So we're, you know, we're, we're, we're keeping pucks out of the net and we're finding the back of the net more right now, which, you know, we knew would take some time. And I think guys have really bought into how we want to play and our identity a little bit. And um, it's been fun. It gets busier as well, doesn't it? Back here again on Wednesday against Dundee. Uh, are the boys healthy, fit healthy? Is Mason Mitchell ready to come in? What, what's the what's the kind of status there? Yeah, you know, he's very close. Um, there's a good chance that he could be ready for Wednesday. You know, we'll we'll check the infirmary here today. I don't think we had any anything too serious tonight. Um, so we should be good to go. Okay, congratulations on the weekend. That's uh, head coach Aaron Fox. Jonathan Fernley is joining me now. And uh, it's nice to say four-point weekend, isn't it, Jonathan? It was a very much needed four-point weekend, particularly um, the win in Cardiff, because if the Steelers had lost to Cardiff, they've then won both of the head-to-head meetings, and you feel that if you're going to finish above a team over the course of the season, you're probably going to have to win the season series. That's difficult to do from 0-2 when there's only six games to play. I thought that was a real, uh, a real statement win to the rest of the league that the Steelers are, our Steelers are right in this. Today... Never, never. I didn't feel from the first shift we were losing that game today, did you? No, because the Steelers just dominated the first period in terms of possession, but the chances was pretty even. Uh, Claus hit the post at 1-0, and within 10 seconds it's 2-0. I mentioned the early chance Aaron has introduced just then that came early in the third. If that goes a 2-1 game, there's a different feel in the building. But once the third and the fourth came, the, the fans started enjoying, yeah. enjoying the game because they knew that the game was won. And that enjoyment spread to the players and they started taking chance thinking, well, I, wonder, I know he's shorthanded and I know there's a zero on five-sided oh, yeah. score, but, but I wonder if I can take a chance and pinch this and I wonder if I can join the rush yeah. as well. And they did and it kind of all worked out. This was the sort of entertaining hockey we've seen from previous Aaron Fox teams that we haven't seen at home this year. We've won games, but the fans haven't been thrilled <laughs> and out of their seats with exciting play. Well, they were today yeah. and that's, uh, that's exactly what we wanted to see. Good weekend for Champini, good weekend for McNally. We've just seen McNally will never win a Man of the Match award. I mean, this guy here on the camera, he decided the Man of the Match. We were having a little bit of a debate up in the Whitehead. McNally, 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 
I mean, that's a Jace Coil Eddie, wasn't it? I tried to block that one out of my mind, yeah. yeah. Um, it wasn't good. It wasn't. There was a rumour. Are the players going on an Eddie strike? Do they not like doing it? Are they going to do them so badly that we stop it? Is that what they're... 100% not. I was going to say, that they, they need to come up with something better. That needs to be, you know, be built into the training schedule somehow. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was... <laughs> The only thing to go home disappointed about with the performance tonight. Six goals, six scorers and a shutout. That's, uh, that's about as good as you can get, really. Yeah, you can't be too dis uh, disappointed. We just <laughs> The worst part of the night was the air day. Let's uh, move off the Steelers bench. We'll walk down the players' corridor and uh, see who we can grab. We should be able to grab a few people. Evan Mosey is Dean's here. He's waiting for... He's still waiting for Sandy? Still waiting for uh, Lucas Sandstrom. Go through their door. Put pressure on him. Put pressure on him. Put pressure on him. We'll, crap, we'll, uh, we'll grab um, Evan Mosey in a short while. We're just now walking down the dressing room. The sponsors' lounge is on our left, just so people can get a gift where we are. And we've got the lucky program winner, we've got the lateral faces here. This little rascal here, little rat, um, <laughs> mercifully begging to get on the camera, and he did it. <laughs> Carter just joins us. We just spoke to the gaffer. How did you, uh, how did you feel with that one? Uh, I mean, I thought it was a pretty good 60 minutes. I think the second period was kind of flat, but uh, what we talked about in the room after was if you play a full 60 minutes, eventually we'll uh, wear teams down. And we saw that in the third period with uh, getting getting rewarded that way with uh, four goals in the third. Seemed like a fairly sort of consistent set of performances this week. There wasn't really any period of any game where the Steelers were really penned back in and, and on the defensive. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think our, our a lot of our offense all year has been coming from good defense, and uh, I think early on we were getting chances, but probably weren't maybe weren't burying them as much as we would have liked to. Um, and now we've had a few games now where we put up uh, five goals, uh, five goals last night, seven goals, and then yeah, five goals in uh, Dundee. Um, so it's just you know I think we're starting to put the puck in the back of the net, and I think uh, we're always knew that was going to come we just uh just a matter of uh doing it so it's good that that started to happen for us with greenfield playing as well as he is at the moment how difficult is it to keep the players minds focused on doing the defensive duties 100 percent and not just thinking ah oh, that's will bail us out yeah it's you know it, it, it's it yeah, is no, massive green has, green has been huge back there but it, it's uh you know our our, our team's been uh they're doing really well in front of them for example last night in that that cardiff game Greener was a huge reason uh, we were up going to that third period after that first 40 minutes. But then that third period, uh, I think Greener only had 40 shots, or sorry, 40, four shots against in the third. So it's really good defense in front of him as well. Uh, but again, he's been excellent, so I uh, can't, can't fault his uh, performance at all. What was very disappointing tonight, upsetting almost, in fact. I know what you're going to say. You, 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 you better, because you've <laughs> got to bring this into practice, because Jonathan's just brought it up and said, is, is, you know, to build, he's like, that word. Let's put it in the coaching schedule. But I don't care on Boxing Day if there's 9,000 people in here and Brandon McNally scores three shorts and the goals and we beat them 3-2. We ain't getting man of the match ever again. What, the, what message are you sending? Hey, I, I, uh, I'll, I'll be honest. The, the Eddie isn't the first thing we're talking about in our... Uh, well, I think he needs, yeah, yeah, needs to get up the ranking we'll a bit. It, we'll, move yeah. it up, we'll move it up the list, I think. Kids, what was the Eddie like tonight? It wasn't great, was it? Uh, no, there you go. What would you, guys, what would you guys have done up there today? Bowling or something like that. Yeah. Bowling, oh, nice, bowling. Nice. That's, a okay. whole, that's a good one. Okay, Carter, we'll let you go. It's that Abba Wonder. We go into the uh, the stretch room. They've all gone into the meat room, the uh, the food room, haven
Let's uh, go into the dressing room and see. You can see Scott Allen in there. And uh, here we go. Sebastian. John, come with me a second somewhere quiet, would you? Please? Please? You can't see me. You can. I can do it in the room or you can. But then you get again. We're only going to stretch room, man. Some of the guys still, uh, still left. A couple of beers in the room. Always good to see. Talk us through that weekend, Captain, because uh, that was a great four points, wasn't um, it? We had two wins against two <laughs> great teams. <laughs> yeah, no, it was... Um, I could keep you here for hours <laughs> to remember that. <laughs> <laughs> it was a great weekend. It was obviously... I think going on to Cardiff was... Um, you know, after, after losing to Amir, we knew, like, yesterday was a... Well, this weekend was a massive weekend for us. And, and that's how we viewed it all, all kind of week in practice. Um, you can't get you can't get too far behind in this league, you know, points wise. And you know when when you lose a lose a home game to a Cardiff, it, it, you, it just means you have to go down there and win that extra one. And um, you know, this yesterday Saturday was 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 kind of that game. So um, they started really well. Um, then it was a bit kind of end to end for a while, and then you know I think the last forty we just really kind of took over. Yeah. Um, obviously, Greener was was unreal. Uh, made some huge key saves at the right times and, and, and gave us gave us kind of that chance. Plenty of time shorthanded tonight, plenty of time for you on the penalty killing units, but not just the two goals, the number of chances that were created. Is that just down to the mindset of this is two minutes where we're not just trying to survive, but we will join the rush and try and take chances if they appear? You had a chance five on three, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. no, three on five chance. Yeah, yeah, it was... Um, to be honest, that's something we've always kind of taken really seriously is, is to kill. I mean... Penalty kill is just as important as a power play. You know, you, you you've got to shut down another team's power play, which is important to them. And um, so, it, it, you know, I think the penalty killing team, as it is, you know, even in practice, we you know we don't we we don't let up on 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 our power play. We, we kind of go go all out and really kind of push them every single time. Um, and we take pride in that. And you know, I think this weekend we tried being just you know a little bit more aggressive and. I think tonight you kind of saw, um, you know, the positives from from being aggressive. Just give me a few words on the guys just walked past you, Nicholas Neverliner, because he's very quietly gone under the radar, hasn't he? But he has to look after Petgrave when he goes on his sorties, doesn't he? On a few times, but he's been a he's, he's a very solid and reliable pair of hands, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. He's, I mean, he's so smooth. He's 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 the guy at times you, is, is, as you said can go kind of unnoticed, but. Just does all the right things, isn't he? And, and you know, he can he can make that first pass. He can he can see a pass on a you know, on the offensive side um, and kind of make them plays. And it's just you need them 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 solid D men who can make yeah. that good first pass. And that's and that's Nicky. And when will you sit down with Brandon McNally and discuss the Eddie with him and basically slap him for probably a Jace Coyle esque? Eddie. Was that not the best Eddie? That today? was the second worst Eddie I've ever <laughs> seen after Jace Coyle. What, what did Jace Coyle against him? Well, Jace Coyle, he had his he laces on, didn't he? <laughs> he did. And he couldn't skate. He wasn't expecting. He wasn't expecting. But in all fairness, Brandon's wasn't far off yeah, that. Yeah. In fairness, he did. He was like, I was expecting that. I don't know what to do. And he, he did ask like anything for me. Just and I'm not. Swing, I'm not giving him any ideas. So. But yeah, I, I think he, he's had one before, though, hasn't he? Has he? Yeah. He I'm sure he had one a couple of weeks ago. Well, he's I'm never sure having he another did. one again. He's never having 
We'll give him one more. Give him no, another no, chance. No, we'll not give him another chance. <laughs> right, you clear off. Let's uh, go and see if we can find anybody else uh, in the room. They're all uh, just, having a, just having a chat in there. Just having a chat in there. Come on, Sam. Sam. Right. Uh, okay, do you want to come, Martin? No, you can ask some wife about hockey. But oh my, hold on a sec. More importantly, we have got an Arsenal fan in here. We do. We've got an Arsenal fan. We've got a big fan. You yeah. won today, yes? Yeah, won well, nothing. Congratulations, yeah. congratulations. Do you allow The Arsenal bit, it's not. It's, it's, could be a first Arsenal fan. How are you settling in? How's everything going in? All good? Yeah, it's good, yeah. You have probably no idea what I'm doing here. Yeah. We're doing our podcast, our okay. post-game, our post-game podcast. And uh, Danny, firstly, great weekend for us. It was a huge win in Cardiff, yeah. huge win tonight. And you seem to have fitted in like a hand in glove. Yeah, yeah, it was nice. Uh, good team win. I thought it was a good team win yesterday. Uh, thought we were a little flat the second period, but uh, got through it and got that big third goal, which was key. Uh, penalty kill did a great job in the third period. So yeah. you've played all around the world, and this is probably the only country where the league is more important than the playoffs. And the the here we are in October in a must-win game again against Cardiff. It's awkward on the mindset, isn't it? That yeah, it's it's, it's, it's obviously a little bit yeah. different, but I mean, if you look down to it, it's every game matters. You know, if you're be like Arsenal. Yeah, exactly. Like Arsenal. You know, Premier League, you know, it's yeah. Yeah, same exact thing, so kind of same format, but even, you know, when you're in a playoff race, you know, you can't give away points at any time of the year, um, you know, especially when you're playing a team like Cardiff, who you think you'd probably be in the running with maybe at the end of the year, so it was a, a big win yesterday, and then nice to get the two points today. It's often sort of said that it's always difficult to get used to a new oh, league. Coming to you Can you just explain what the particular challenges are? Because from the outside, it always seems like, well, hockey's hockey and players are players. But what is different about playing in the UK to some of the other places you've experienced? Yeah, I mean, obviously, like, lead the league is, you know, some stuff is different. But I think just coming in, like, getting used to a new system and stuff like that. Um, you know, some, some teams will run, you know, a little different forechecks and stuff like that. But, um, no, I think it's been good so far. I think um, playing well and the team's playing well so uh, hopefully we can continue the success congratulations thank you perfect oh no we're coming straight over Sebastian so behind our back Sebastian's taking the mickey out of us all don't come the French stuff either firstly great weekend first match with Gene Cardi Oh, merci beaucoup. On a vraiment bien joué. On a travaillé fort. On a game à 200 pieds. Et on a contacté 4 points. C'est un bon résultat. How screwed up would you be right now if I answered you in French? Hey, how screwed up? I speak more French than you might think. <laughs> what did he say? I said. <laughs> translation, I said we have a great league weekend. We played good, the 200 foot games. We got our four points and everything was fine. And uh, keep rolling. Do you, know what, do you know what I like? Here we are, an hour after the game. And the boys are all in the room, got a beer in your hands, and it's it's a good atmosphere when the boys want to still stick together. That's a good sign, isn't it? Yeah. That nobody's running off home. Everybody's. That was everybody a nice treat. I, I paid a beer for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a daddy. You're yesterday. A daddy. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Congratulations. You're welcome, man. Oh, well done. Yeah. So when are you heading back to tomorrow? Oh, tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you'll be back Wednesday or not? No. <laughs> no, not back Wednesday. No. no. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy, girl. Yeah, little girl. Oh, congratulations. Yeah. That's that's great. And. 
a great, what a what a great weekend all around, then. Yeah, that was nice. Yeah, uh, so I'm happy that uh, and everybody everybody's feeling well and healthy. We're playing, we're playing Every- good. Everybody's healthy, so I don't leave the team too shortened and then everything. So that was a uh, uh, talk with the organization and Foxy to see like how the game can go as well. But I'm happy that we got the four points. Everybody's happy, so I can go enjoy with my family now. So. Okay, top man. Congratulations Thank again. Thank you. Hey, that's great news. That's the first time we broke a berth on the. Uh, <laughs> I don't mean to be funny, but there's, there's a face I don't recognise in there. Jonna, Jonna, who's the face I don't recognise? I don't know. I think, I think it's Scotty's mate. Scotty's oh, mate. No, no, Steve. 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 <laughs> You're just telling me it's Steve. No, no, Steve. Steve. Scotty, you, you got to tell me there's a face we don't recognise, so who's in the room? Uh, it's my buddy Chase Van Allen. Okay. Oh. Chase, welcome. Thank you. You're a good luck charm. <laughs> That. I'm right. just going to nick your friend for a second. Yeah, Congratulations on the goal and a great, great win tonight. But uh, yeah. it was never in doubt that goal, was it? I know they went to review it, but uh, it was always going to stand, wasn't it? Yeah, I knew it was uh, kind of loose under the pad there, so I gave it a jab and it ended up uh, sneaking in. Yeah, so I'll take it. Had a perfect weekend for us, wasn't it? Four points and that big win in Cardiff. Yeah, you couldn't draw that up any better. So uh, yeah, we're a happy group right now and looking forward to a day off. I get the feeling everybody's kind of dressing here, ready to go out. Am I missing something? Did I miss the invites, or are you all off out to? Uh, yeah, you might have missed one, but uh, no, I just I think some of the boys are getting together to watch some football. So. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, have a good night, boys. We'll leave you at it. Come, see you later. And uh, we'll make our way. Who are we going to get, Kevin? Okay, no, oh, no. oh, sorry, oh. I just signed. Sorry, no, you, no, come on, oh, Kevin. No, no. Jonathan, want, Jonathan wanted you as well. It was a Jonathan request. Just, just saying, Kevin Schultz never takes penalties. He took four all last year, two in a game. One of them wasn't even. Even tried playing with Tommy earlier. I called him. He tried playing with Tommy. I went, no, no, it was him. Twenty-eight. I called it on the on the on the broadcast. This wasn't a podcast. I had some other words to say for you, John Boy. Tell us your, from, from your argument then. What, what was your. Oh, it wasn't me. It wasn't I didn't me. Think it, was. I it, was it was not me. The ref came up to me after and said, Yeah, he's the wrong guy. He said, I know it was. Hey, what I like, I've just said uh, to Sebastian, uh, it's nice that an hour after a game, the whole team's in the room, they're all having a chat, they've all got a beer in their hands. That, that, that's a good thing, isn't it? Because it shows that the team all wants to stick together and, and be as one. Yeah, I mean, we don't really get early Sunday games at home often, so it's nice to just relax, have a beer after a four-point week, and, uh, you know, if we like each other, so that's nice. Always. Well deserved. Yeah, Tom, man, we'll make our way, uh, way out. And uh, good spirits, everybody in uh, But we'll let Sebastian go past. Which way are you going, sir? No, I'm just going some food. Okay, go, go, go. Go, go, go. I... I do like that. I'm, as you know, very mm. old school. Yeah, yeah. And in the olden days, the Cranstons, the Plumbers, all of that, that was every game. That the boys would stay in the, in the room. And, and it just shows that they all do want to be together because you don't want fractions and friction and, and all of that. But it also gives them the, the incentive for next weekend, road game Saturday, home game Sunday, let's do this again if we win. It's the, yeah. the extra little bit of motivation of, come on, let's see this out. I want to have that beer. I want to go... Uh, I want to go out on the town afterwards. I want that reward. I think, you know, think back to when Leicester won the Premier League. Every game we win, we're going to go for pizza. Yeah. It's just a little thing, but that's that extra little reason to keep running at the end. Um, you know, it can, it can do wonders for players. I'll tell you, I'll tell you my little beer. things can do uh, a lot for confidence. I'll tell you my beer story. Rob Wilson was a great guy for the... Mm. You know, he'd have 
be like Annie's Elements or something like this. And he used to have a saying, win or lose, we get the booze. But the winners, they get the broads. That was his line. So on Radio Sheffield once, we were away in European Continental Cup action and all the boys were having a drink and I walk into the room and he goes, win or lose, you get the booze. The winners, get the broads. And I put that out on the radio. I said, oh, Rob Wilson's saying. (laughs) Anyway, I go back to the hotel and as I walk into the dining room, all the boys are eating. I get hit on the head with a bread roll. And Rob Wilson looks up, he goes, you don't think my wife listens to the radio? I always think of that when I see the boys with the bear. <laughs> She'd been on the phone soon. We come back out, it's all a little quiet. Shirt there for signing. Um, we have a full complement of media today, so we'll see if any of them are left. I would imagine Pete will be here. And there is the man himself as he walks out. Are you going home or into the media room? No, into the media room. Into the media room, excellent stuff. Isn't this building great when it's empty? I mean, it's like, there's a great feel around it. Dean's still here. Corny's, and Corny's still here. Corny won't go home now. She knows she has to stay till the end now. <laughs> still, Dan's even still there. Crikey. Busy night. Busy night, busy night, busy night. Where do you want to start, Pete? Who have you been speaking to? Daniel Ciampini, yes. which is why I've, uh, I've been a while, because he's a good talker. Yeah. So uh, you can expect the half-hour documentary at some point. But, yeah. um, Ciampini really should have been man of the match. Like, now he's never getting it again, is he, after that, uh, Eddie? <laughs> I should expect not. So <laughs> <laughs> Jace Coyle-esque Eddie that was. Yeah, uh, of So how did you, uh, well firstly, how did you see the weekend? Uh, great weekend. You know, what, once you got the, the win over Cardiff on the Saturday night, you were just thinking, yeah, this could be potentially a four-point weekend, top of the table, you know, good night for guys to get going. Um, and I think it was good. it was a good one as well for... Uh, for Greenfield as well, second shutout in three games. You know, um, he's just been superb, hasn't he? And it's not like he had nothing to do tonight as well. So I thought, yeah, superb, superb weekend. Jonathan's just showing me um, the uh, results from the other teams. Third period, eight minutes gone as we're recording this. Manchester won, Nottingham won. Coventry 4-1 over Belfast in the league. Which it's a big is, bounce back from last night. It is, and also that helps us, I think. Yeah. Chipping away, chipping away. Um, Guildford 3-3 with Cardiff. That's a cup But game, that's in a cup game, isn't it? So go uh, to the live standings, Jonathan, as we... I'm looking at the time. We are recording this at 25 past seven, and the live standing see the Steelers at the top of the league. And goal difference over Guildford, Coventry, Cardiff, Manchester, Dundee, Belfast, but of course Belfast, a lot of games, a lot of games in hand. Goal Panthers. Don't know. I tell you what, I think uh, there was a bit of a sticky wicket there, you know, if they'd have gone down last night. I think, I think I'm not so sure it would have just been statements out of Nottingham last night if, uh, if they'd have uh, lost that game. Well, they're going to be without their goalie when Sheffield travel there next uh, next Saturday. But in fairness to him, he's coming games. off the back of two wins, isn't he? Yeah, well, yeah. I, I'm going to say this now, because might, things might change by the end of the season. Coventry had to go with Headley for two starts, lost them both. Nottingham, with the extra import, have had to go with the import in the absence of their uh, number one. And looks like well, they won last night, and it looks like they might win tonight. So yeah. that stuff I was saying at the start of the year about having that extra goalie for when your import can't start... It's looking okay so far. Is he the star of our show right now, Greenfield? I mean, absolutely. In the last eight weeks, absolutely. And even speaking to him at training um, Tuesday, I think I, I went down and spoke to the spoke to Greenfield. Um, yeah, and you know, I said to him, I was like, at "What point in the game do you start to think about a, a shutout?" And he's like, first period." He's like, "If I've not conceded first period, you know, you, you'd say you'd say otherwise." But it's amazing. We we don't we're not allowed to mention the word, are we? 
I'm not supposed to, but then, as I always say on commentary, you can't hear me. <laughs> <laughs> it's loud enough in the building that my commentary is not getting through to him. Apart from in the Elite series, yes. when probably they could. Yeah, I think Bob Westerdale was the first person to mention it around about half, about 32 minutes in, and we <laughs> stood behind the plexi and both looked at him and shook our heads and just yeah. went, no, no. no. Wasn't but, man, it's yeah. credit to him. It's not a spectacular style of netminding. The saves aren't flashy. Because his positioning is so good. Hmm. Ryan Back was very much like that, wasn't he? Ryan Back wasn't a great, if you like, flamboyant goalie, but he was positionally very well. A lot of pucks hit him, and they don't hit him by accident, do they? They hit him because he's put himself in the right position. But we mustn't overwork him. Really want to see Ursland get back in the lineup as soon as we can so that we have that tandem available because you overwork a goalie in September, October, and November. You might pay for it in February and March. We always used to overwork a goal. <laughs> Jody Lehman never had a night off. I Frank mean, Doyle. All the, Frank Doyle never had a night off. They, they, why are we now obsessed with not overworking our goalie? Because we only can judge what performances those goalies gave at the end of the year. How much better might they have been if they were a little more rested? We can only judge it on what we had. Yeah. And fresh players are generally better than tired ones yeah I think it's just that injury thing if Greenfield goes down you, you yeah there's you, no safety net at the moment no. until until Ursuline's back yeah. it's interesting speaking to Aaron though I'd asked him about Ursuline and I said well kind of when he spoke to me a couple of weeks ago he said he'd like to get him back in for the Challenge Cup matches maybe when there's a bit less on the line and you can kind of see how he's doing and ease him back in well back to back Challenge Cup games Saturday Sunday next week might have been perfect opportunity maybe even not the the Nottingham game maybe the Sunday game but I don't think it's going to be next weekend so maybe another week to to kick it into the long grass he's had a good week of training and then just a bit of a a flare-up with the injury so maybe before before we get on to your chat with Champini what about I don't know if when you spoke to Aaron he mentioned Mason Mitchell because he did drop into us that Mason Mitchell might be Wednesday I was thinking who the hell are you going to drop but then I don't know if you know, Sebastian Pichet just let us know that he's a dad. Congratulations to him. His wife is in Vienna. No, not Vienna. Prague. Prague. And um, so he's going to clear off there for a few days. So maybe a jiggly pookery around there. But Mitchell coming in, could be? Yeah, could be. <coughs> Aaron seemed to get, he didn't give me a firm yes or no. Normally. But I think it'll be a, it was a, we'll see him soon. So I think at some point next week, whether or not, if it's not Wednesday, then maybe Saturday, Sunday. Um, yeah, I'm just look, yeah. I knew about the Pichet thing, but that was going to be yeah. the next question. Yeah. Who, who's going to drop back onto the blue line? That's the question. Jonathan, tell us who's going to drop back. I absolutely no idea. No idea. Me no, it's it's the value of Evan Mosey again becoming uh, even sharper in focus he's not because drop back. no, he's, he's, <laughs> he's not available, and, and that's what you miss when when he's not here because suddenly that's not a conversation we're having if Evan Mosey's available. Um, but no team really has generally two players that can do that role. So without Mosey, it, it's, it's a problem that needs solving, and I don't know the answer. What about a shooter on a Wednesday if Leeds aren't playing? Is he a player you call up for Wednesday and then? But if he call, if he's called up, you've then got to drop somebody else mm. because if if Mitchell's going to go in, it's, you couldn't like have them both, can you? No. But Shooter, not a bad shout if that was the uh, was the case. He shoots playing D, D in Leeds or up front. I think no, he's, he's playing as a forward. He's isn't playing he? as a forward with uh, Keon Brown. No use then, is it? But no, yeah, yeah, but, he, he but, but well. good suggestion. Better than the way, any one I've got at the moment, yeah. <laughs> you could just run with five for a one-off game, but then would you want to do that for both games at the weekend? The I think you probably weekend. wouldn't, yeah. I think is he away for the weekend as I well? I think yeah. he's going to miss at least two next week. Uh, um, maybe three when it's going to be the same. So, yeah, it's, it's one of them. And, you know, I think Leeds have first call on Shudra 
for the weekend game, so that probably rules him out for Saturday and Do Sunday. these players not realise we have hospitals over here? <laughs> I mean, she's only in Prague. I'm bring her over. <laughs> so, yeah, it'll be interesting to see who does drop back. And I think it's, uh, you know, Dundee on a... Dundee, what is it? Dundee Wednesday, Nottingham Saturday, and then Manchester Sunday. Manchester Sunday. So, yeah, I mean, at least you're not playing a, a Cardiff or Belfast. But it's still games you you want games that you want to collect points in. So yeah. if I just see Greenfield just dart past us, if he did, well, I'm not sure. Is that go and have a look and see if that's Greenfield on the bench with you, Jonathan? While I bore Pete for him for a couple more minutes, but I think I it could be. I don't know what he looks like. He's a guy with a mask. <laughs> yeah, but he's not going to be wearing his mask right now, is you're he? You're the commentator for crying out loud. Yeah, they've got names and numbers on the shirts. I don't know if you've yeah. noticed. They've all got caps on, haven't they? They've all got caps on. They've all got caps on. I don't think that's him. 2-2, Nottingham and Manchester. DeLuca. Come on. I got a boy, DeLuca. That a boy, DeLuca. Here's an interesting one. What got a reception? Sandy got a great reception tonight. Mm. Um, when we were trying to think of a man of the match for five and we were struggling massively. And then I thought, well, gives the people the chance to say congratulations to him. But I would imagine Anthony will be well received. Yes, no? Yeah, I would have thought so. Um, and I think there would have been a lot of fans that would have been... Quite happy to uh, to have him back. I think yeah. that was that green. was him. Greener, Greener, we're still doing the podcast. Can I borrow him, girls? Oh, just for just for thirty seconds. Firstly, what a great weekend! Congratulations, uh, four points for the team, but also marvelous performances by yourself. Yeah, it was an awesome weekend. It's uh, how you draw it up as a team, and like you said, four points is. Uh, they were a big four points for us, so it was uh, really great to get them. Yeah, especially those two points down in Cardiff, because having them taken the two points off us, we needed to go back and make a market, didn't we? Yeah, I think all of us had a, a bit of a bitter feeling in our mouth from opening night, um, and we wanted to... Uh, we knew how important it was to go down there and to, to get two points, so to be able to uh, accomplish that is uh, it's great. When you came, you were expecting Maps to split the duties with Oscar. Yeah. How have you found it playing every minute of every game? Um, it's been great. I mean, it's definitely challenging at times, but just, yeah, it hasn't been an issue. It's been nice to be able to get into a little bit of a rhythm and really uh, be a part of it and contribute. So it's... Uh, it makes you feel more of a part of it because you're yeah, the guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Just you don't have to think you know you're playing and... Um, yeah, it's, it's been great. Okay, I don't like the fact that you're walking around not wrapped up in cotton wool. I think we have to kind of <laughs> do a good job on that. Yeah. We were just talking, we were talking behind your back about you just a yeah. few minutes ago, and we were saying, we can't burn the guy out, he's playing so well yeah. for us right now. But is it a case that actually if you're playing and everything's going well, it's not a burnout? It's a fun balance, I find, because I think if you... Uh, it's one of those things where it's like, it's great until it's not. Yeah. Like, all it takes is like, you know, if you're at a one wrong move right and now you're fighting something so like I love playing I want to play all the time it's been great but it is a fine balance between overdoing it I think that's where just you got to manage the week yeah manage like the workload during the week and put yourself in a good spot to you know be strong in the gym manage your workload and practice and to be able to play as many minutes as possible in games on the weekend okay perfect go and awesome. get dinner thank What's you up, man? speak to you later if I, read, if, I, if I read my stat sheet right, and there's no guarantee I actually did on this one, I think he's the ninth Steelers goalie to have three shutouts in the Elite League era. Is that right? Yeah, plenty of... Who, who has had the most shutouts, Lehman or Moose? Uh, Lehman, by Lehman. one. Lehman, by one. How many was that in the season? Oh, let me look it up. Oh, there you go. <laughs>
Jody, Jody, well, jo- Jody uh, would know because Jody would tell yeah. you. So would Irving. Irving's had the most in a season. Yeah. Um, oh, I tell you what. Two playoff finals, Jody. Back to back playoff finals shut out. One stat I did look up because I was going to tweet this out tomorrow once I confirmed it, but Aaron Fox has won more games in Cardiff than he's lost, and he's lost more games here against the Devils than he's won. So he's got a lopsided record home and away against Cardiff. Gotcha. He's won big ones, hasn't he? He won the big one that mattered, real mattered. Yeah, because yeah. it was on the road. Yeah, yeah. I'm a bit disappointed. I'm, I'm waiting for the your phones to flash up and tell me Manchester have got a winner against Nottingham. Wait for DeLuca's next shift. It was Sod's Lowry was going to score last week, and he'll he'll probably end up scoring here, won't he? Yeah, yeah exactly. Week. Well, it was it was it was unfortunate, wasn't it? Because it was under five on three, and then once he got one, you thought mm, he's probably going to get another <laughs> one, and he did. So. Yeah, not surprising really. But you, you would, we were talking just before you spoke to Greenfield about the reception he's going to get. I mean, we saw the reception that Sandstrom got tonight. You know, DeLuca, I'm sure there will be some fans that, you know, will still take umbrage with, with what happened. But I think on balance, the majority of people are just happy to see him back. I want a trophy for us. Well, exactly. He made a mistake. End of. That's and, the end of it. Yeah. And, it and it's the, a similar situation to Sandstrom. I mean, mm. he hasn't been here on, in Shefford on the ice since that that Challenge Cup campaign and it's another opportunity to, to thank the guys that ultimately helped win the banner. You got a stat? Yeah, the Steelers' goal is with three or more shutouts in the Elite League era. Jeff Walhouse got three, Josh Eunice got five, Christian Bronside got six in half a season. Oh, I love Bronside. <laughs> Top load. <laughs> John, yeah, that one <laughs> half a season, <laughs> half yeah. Season, yeah. yeah. John DeCaro got eight, Frank Dial got nine, Irvin's Mustakoff's 23 plus a shared one with Jeff Walhouse um, and Jody Levin got 24 all by himself. Gotcha. Have I ever told you the story of picking Christian Brownside up at Birmingham Airport? So I pick him up, and we've got like the big van and the taxi driver. But I'd also got oh, your mate from Look North, Paul Ogden. Yeah. He was following. So Paul Ogden and I are in one car, and Bronny's in the other's car. And um, I throw all the gear in, but he holds on to the... He holds on to this luggage bag. Yeah, he holds on to this luggage bag. So we get here at 2, 3 o'clock in the afternoon, and he's so tired. So we put him in what we call the Coors Lounge. And he's got this bag as his, as his pillar. And we say, do you want us to put it? No, no. And he's holding onto this bag with his, his pillar. And then we, he comes to the game and he's just holding it. And we go, Ronnie, you got to let go of this bag. And he unzips the bag. And he's just full of American dollars. He got his buyout in Omsk. So they put, took the bag and that to take it to the arena. And they put it in the arena safe, which is like a bigger safe than what we would have had. At that time, we wouldn't have the safe. Um, and he put it in there and that bag remained there till the day before he flew home. <laughs> But I think there's about 110 American, 110,000 American in that uh, in that bag that he flew in with from uh, from well, Russia. You wouldn't let it go, would you? No, not a chance, not at all. <laughs> Crikey, no, not not once. Um, okay, right. Anything we want to um, wrap up on? I'm surprised that that at the scoreline was six 0 Fife have been good on the road this mm. evening. Better on the road at home. Mm. They've not been given the runaround by anybody. Um, I think that's a sign of how well the Steelers are playing at the moment, mm. that they can do that to a, a team like Fife because no one else has been able to do it to them. It's interesting that both teams had to travel today. Obviously, Sheffield getting in late last night from Cardiff and Fife obviously travelling down today. And you just thought, with you know that, that's the advantage of rolling four lines out mm. there tonight, consistently rolling four lines. And some people have, have talked about you know Connolly being on the fourth line. Um, and is that a sign that maybe he's not... He's not match fit. Well, maybe he's not firing on the score sheet, but actually, you look at the depth, and he had four or five chances across the weekend where he could have found the back of the net. And I think once he gets one, he'll be up and running, really. So. Tell you about Cons, that Aaron told me uh, before the start of the game, he goes, you know, he's playing on the fourth line. 
Not one single word of disgruntlement, getting on with the job, great team guy, team first, and, and, and just battle through. And that's, I'm, I'm not surprised because that's exactly what I think Brendan would do. He's a, he's a top fella. There's enough success to go around. Yeah. Uh, you know, when you lift the trophy, everyone gets their turn with it and yeah. everyone gets cheered by the fans. So, yeah, you always want to be playing as many minutes, but when the team's winning, um, you know, there's, there's not going to be any issues. His job is to play as well as he can so that if an opening comes up, he's going to be the one that's chosen for it. OK, Jonathan, Pete, last word tonight. We'll go to Dean. He doesn't realise that yet because, Dean, actually, uh, on the Sandstrom subject, you've been upstairs with, uh, with Sandy because he's uh, had a photograph taken. Talk to us, Stuart. Yep, so um, it made sense, didn't it? First visit back to the arena. First time we've seen Sandy since he won the cup with us down in Cardiff. So we've taken him upstairs and taken a couple of pictures underneath the truck, underneath the um, banner. How did he come out? Okay. Really well. Yeah, really well. In focus. I've got Photoshop, David. We don't have to worry about that. Okay. All good. All good. And uh, right, I think that's us then, Jonathan. Okay. Until Wednesday night, but it'll be late, so we probably won't do one Wednesday night. Um, <laughs> we're taking the Kieran Batham Tompkins approach. <laughs> Not coming. Not coming in, not coming in. Okay, your webcast team, signing off. Have a great day.